our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hello, Sonia. Hello, Simran. I feel like you're about to blow my mind today. I am. I am. I am going to fill your mind up with so many and you know what? I'm just going to stop right there because I can't say what I'm about to say without it sounding weird. So we're going to move on. I kind of want to hear it now. No, it's just, you know, it's it's not for podcasts. It's just not. It's maybe for like an intimate conversation elsewhere. Okay, tell me after the recording then. Sounds good. Money Confessions is something that I'm really enjoying. So we used to do Sticky Money Mondays where we'd ask, our, you know, community questions about things that they have problems with. But now getting into the money confessions realm, these are so juicy and so interesting. Now, this money confession was one that we found as opposed to one that came directly to us. But I want to hear your thoughts. So here we go. I invested my life savings into Bed Bath & Beyond at $5 per share because people on finance Twitter were saying that it was going to get acquired by Carl Icahn. And a short squeeze was going to happen. It is now at $1.88 per share and I have lost almost everything. The fact that someone has decided to put their entire life savings into a rumor based off Twitter and has now come down where their share is less than 70% of what they've paid for. Like, imagine putting $10,000 and it dropping 72%. Is that... (laughs) not the most craziest thing you have read all week. I'm really trying to muster up every ounce of sympathy and empathy that I have because if it's one thing to be like financial experts or like my advisor said or this is what all these economists have said after research, you're leading with these people on Twitter, finance Twitter, have predicted this for you and you've made this massive investment I feel bad because like like the frenzy that people get in before making these investments you saw it with crypto you like with all these influencers and everyone and their mums like trying to pump it up and like doing promos and like talking about crypto same with nfts and the metaverse and all of that like I 
Actually, yeah, you know what? I do empathize with just being caught up in that frenzy, but your entire life savings. My favorite part, because there were like it was a post and there were some comments under it, they were so like savage. One of them said, Well, maybe you don't have a lot of life savings <laughs> if you put your entire life savings into it. Like if this was a serious and which I kind of you know what? Part of me kind of agrees. Like if you had an entire life savings of something absolutely crazy, like like $20,000, that's a lot of money, especially for a young person. What person would put all that into one company off a rumor? But also like Bed Bath & Beyond, babes. Do you still use Bed Bath & Beyond? Mm. Like actually, the only reason I would go into a Bed Bath & Beyond is like almost always there's like at least a 60 to 80% sale going on in that store. So you could get like some pretty decent stuff, bedding, towels, bathroom mats for like 10 bucks. Were you just thinking of their title, like bed, bath, and beyond? What what will they include? Bedding, <laughs> towels, <laughs> bathroom mats? For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. <laughs> Literally. But I, I also think that that's a bad sign. You know, it's a red flag. Like when you know that and that's like, that's why you're a go-to is because you're doing so poorly that literally everything is on clearance or on sale. And it's been like that for quite some time. So... See, this is my theory, and you might disagree with me, but I reckon their prices are always like $10, and then to like lure in like the millennial mother or, you know, the like poor college student, they'll be like, see, it used to be $200, but now it's $80, and you're getting a great deal, and everyone's like, oh my god, I am getting a great deal, but it was always $80. But it's Bed Bath & Beyond, you know? True. Okay, here's a question. If this person had said hey, I invested all my life savings into Tesla. Would you feel differently? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, is the problem Bed Bath & Beyond <laughs> or is the problem the, like, putting your entire life savings into one company? Like, why are we giving them flack for the company? I apologize. We will stop with the company Bed Bath & Beyond slander right now. No, I want to emphasize that the issue is, is that you're putting all your eggs in one basket. That is the number one hot tip or advice that everyone gives you before you like dabble into investing in the stock market or investing in general. Like you don't put all your eggs in one basket. How do you move forward? Clearly you don't worry about shame because you've just admitted this, but how do you move forward? Well, I just think it's so insane to me that like it, it could possibly happen. And mind you, 
I don't know, like, how do you move forward from this? I guess you, like, learn from your mistakes. But at the same time, like, if you're putting your life savings into something based off, not even, like, from the news, but based off, like, a rumor of social media, how do you move forward? I think it comes down to who you use as your source of information or who you trust going forward. Like, if you trust the everyday person more than you trust, like, a company's, you know, financial reports, then you're going to find that it just gets harder. Like, people think that they can try and find insider information without being an insider. Like, because, you know, insider information is illegal. You can't actually know that something's going to, like, get acquired. And so you're like, oh, but, like, maybe this person that works for this company is sharing this hot tip. Realistically, if someone works at Bed Bath & Beyond, they're not going to risk their lives by telling you on Twitter that the company is going to get acquired. They're just going to buy the shares themselves mm. in silence and do insider trading without letting everyone else in. Yeah. I do feel bad for this person. Like it's obviously a terrible position to be in. And I think I'm glad that they've shared their story so everyone else can learn from them. Would you pull your money out? And really solidify, like... At this point? Yeah, and really solidify, like, look, obviously, like, not much uh, good can come from this experience. I'm just going to pull it back. That's a great question. I think it depends on how much the shares were when I bought in. So they bought in for, like, let's say $5. Bed Bath & Beyond has gone up to, like, $60 a share. So there is still, like, based off past experience, like, still room to grow. It's not like that was the highest. Whereas I saw, like, another comment and someone was like, I bought in at $22 a share, like, dot, dot, dot. And so for them, like, that's stressful. Like, going down from $22 a share down to, like, $1.80, you've lost more. And the likelihood of you going back up to $20 a share is really, really low. But from going from $5 a share down to $1.80 to come back to $5 a share is not impossible. I mean, even in like the year 2000 itself, it was $19 a share. So if you believe in the company and if you think other people believe in the company and if you look at the financials, you read the you know income sheet, you look at the balance sheet, you look at the annual report and you see what their projections are for the future. If you look at all of that and go, okay, I think people will continue like Sim and Sonia will continue to go to Bed Bath & Beyond because they continue to think that they're getting a sale even though they're obviously just paying what the price was meant to be, then I would hold on to it. And I think if I was this person, I would hold on to it. But what would you do? I think, you know, a big part of your research should be future projections and where they're going and where they're heading. I think the reason I got so amped up at the start is because it was just national news in Canada just last week that Bed Bath & Beyond were like closing down nearly 60 stores. I think it was something like 55 stores that they were closing down across the country, which I'm going to be honest, like, is that all the stores in Canada that they're, <laughs> that they're closing down? I don't know. So I think when you see news like that, obviously it is at some point sensationalized, especially now because in my head it's a meme stock. But I just feel like that the future predictions of this particular company isn't doing too hot, but that's just my opinion, you know? They could really turn the game around and being like, we're going to be Bed Bath & Beyond, but just online and do these amazing sales, be like Amazon, I can deliver to you in like a day. You really need a bath mat, honey? I got you, like... 
six hour shipping, you know, like they could really turn the game around. I think there needs to be a great deal of innovation with companies like this and with the news that we constantly get bombarded with because just in my head feels like bad news after bad news. But I feel like it's just to my personality to pull out, <laughs> to like <laughs> not give up, but like almost be like, look, I've, I'm taking this as a lesson. I really am God. Like I will never do this again. <laughs> Please just let me survive this and <laughs> just move on. That's your personality for everything. Like if you see like tension or like confrontation. I'm delusional. Yeah. No, I want to say delusional. You're just like ready to cut your losses. That's what you do. I really do think about my energy exertion when it comes to a lot of things. And I think most of the time I can't mm. be bothered and I can't be just constantly worrying, you know, just look at the anxiety of constantly looking at like this Oh, and like, oh my God, this is what I'm going to lose. This is what I went up. Like, I can't do that, Sim. Like, I just can't. It stresses me out. Like, I'm stressed thinking about it. I'm stressed for this person. It's not even your no. money. It, it's so interesting, though. Like, I was looking at the news around Bed Bath & Beyond, and it's like one week ago, like, the title of the news article would be like, here's why Bed Bath & Beyond looks set to bounce back. <laughs> Who's reporting that? Like, a large news <laughs> website. And then... In the same week, Business Insider goes, Bed Bath & Beyond stores closing. See full list of locations. Literally nine minutes ago, BNN Bloomberg, Bed Bath & Beyond says it will make delayed interest payments. <laughs> and then six days ago, it said that they got a billion dollar stock deal and then they had payments to reassure supplies. And then Reuters three days ago said that their deal is no universal dodge a bankruptcy card because Bed Bath & Beyond are kind of like tipping the line of are they going to go bankrupt are they not so even within like a week you're seeing all this like is it is it not like do you pull out your money do you not and I think that just speaks to me on a long a stronger level of like why individual shares are just not the way to go if someone said to me a year ago like hey you should invest in Bed Bath & Beyond I would have said yes because I would have been like well we'll always need bedding we'll always need towels they're kind of the like everyday go-to place. Like even if we hit a recession, like towels are recession proof, right? Like who's going to keep using their raggedy towel or their raggedy bedding? Like you sleep on that for eight hours and it just goes to show that that's still not enough. Yeah. I think like a good towel and good sheets, you, you, you do get multiple and you also, you worry about the qual not worry, but I think you do think about the quality of these things. If we were going through a recession and it was like $100 sheets. Like, I'm not, I'm not getting the sheets, you know? You're not getting the sheets? I'm not getting the sheets. I might go get in coffee. Your sheets will be dirty. Uh, you can wash your sheets. Washing machines also exist. You know what it is? It's because I have two sheets and I just swap between them. And so I'm like, yeah, I'd buy a sheet. But that's because I only have two. But you wash them in between. <laughs> of course. That's why, like, one's in the wash, one's on the bed, and they just swap. There you go. <laughs> In conclusion, in conclusion, please, like I have a fear of commitment for a lot of things and I think I just would personally, because I'm fearful, would just like not do this, but please take this as a lesson. Don't put your eggs in one basket. Don't listen to finance, Twitter, do some proper research, go invest in a fund. Listen to the girls that invest podcast. <laughs> this is not financial advice. I think it, yeah, it comes down to like, you always see 
all the benefits of like, oh, like this person made a really great deal with this share and you didn't see it coming and like they made all their money, you know, quick bucks, but you like, you don't get to see the downsides of like all the other people that are in this situation where they also tried to like take a punt and then lost 75% of their net worth or 75% of their life savings. So I agree. It's a lesson that we can take away without having to go through it. And I don't think I'll forget this one. Neither. All right. Well, if you have a money confession that you want to share with us, send us a DM or email us at hello at girlsthatinvest.com and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Till next time, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.